Welcome to Solo Cleaning School. Are you ready to reshape your mindset and grow your solo cleaning business? Step into today's class with your guide, Ken Carfagno, so you can win for your family. Welcome back to the Solo Cleaning School. Oh, I am excited to finally bring you some food stories today. The first one is what happens when you become the food terminator. And that'll be our funny papers for today. And then we're going to talk about some blueberry pie. This is an episode that has been waiting to happen. It's a fundamental mindset, and I can't wait for you to hear it. The closest I ever got to an Arnold Schwarzenegger impression was when I was the food terminator back in my cleaning business in New York. Oh yeah, I was. I served a large insurance company with 80 employees by cleaning their large break room on a quarterly basis. The building had a nightly cleaning crew already and they just needed the Kentouch to grease that disinfect the two fridges, appliances, break room, and all the surfaces and the cabinets, vending machines, etc. But in order to clean out the refrigerators, the employees needed to do something first. They had to empty their three-month-old tuna fish, condiments, and expired to catch up and some sort of yogurt that has literally plants growing out of it. Mmm, yummy. And if they forgot, the food would be tossed. So at the appointed time, the HR manager that hired me and wrote my checks would waltz into the kitchen with large trash bags. I'm cleaning the counters, the toaster ovens, the microwaves, doing my own little thing there. Now she had warned them, hey everybody, cleaner's coming today, have your stuff cleared out by 4 p.m. Hey guys, friendly reminder, 4 p.m. M's coming. Cleaner's gonna be here. Otherwise, it gets thrown out. Hey guys, cleaner's gonna be here in five minutes. I mean, seriously. At that point, you deserve to get your stuff tossed. So the HR manager is in there with large trash bags, dumping half drink sodas and curdled milk and getting rid of things that have expired. And when she was done, she filled up two trash bags, wasting lots of food, sort of, and getting all the bags together, bundling them up, putting them by the trash can, and saying sayonara to go back to her work. Meanwhile, I'm still cleaning the kitchen, minding my own business. In walks employee number one, opens the fridge to get their stuff. Their face look forlorn because their food is gone. <gasps> my food! And they would turn to me. Did you throw out my food? It wasn't me, I promise. Oh, right. They'd leave. Someone else would come in to get their food. Face also looking very shocked. Where's my egg salad? Where's my salad dressing? Where's my curdled milk? Did you throw it out? No, I didn't. I know who did though, and I cannot share that information because it is confidential. And they said, hmm, and walked out. You see, I was there every three months, and this started to form kind of an inside joke, because I would show up to clean, and they would say, hey, Ken, they started to know my name at this point. Ken, did you throw my food out yet? Because I want to make sure I can bring it home. No, I didn't throw your food out, and I'm not the one that does it. I'm not the food terminator as you think I am. Hasta la vista, food baby. But no, it wasn't me. And this went on quarter after quarter. I cleaned at this office for 10 years. So that's four times a year, 40 visits. I was the food terminator. Every time I cleaned the refrigerator to perfection, it looked amazing. Every time all the food was thrown out and every time it was not me. But I was nevertheless the food terminator and the scapegoat for the HR department. 
do you like blueberry pie? So I'm having dinner tonight with my family, and after we're done having this awesome crock pot feast, my wife whips out the blueberry cobbler, and it was awesome. Served scoops and bowls to each of our kids. And as I'm eating this blueberry cobbler, I'm like, wow, this is a delicious dessert. And it reminded me, uh, coincidentally reminded me of a lesson I actually had taught just recently in one of my to one of my coaching clients and I brought up the, the topic of blueberry pie and the conversation goes like this the blueberry pie here's the conversation you know I submitted a proposal to a client for a specific type of job I'm, I'm gonna be very anonymous here just so you can get the philosophy and the thought process behind this and they chose someone else over me now they want to still use me as the backup but I don't know how I feel about that what do you think Ken it took me about 15 minutes to really go through properly the thought process of what is it that we're really doing here. And so I said, well, there's, there's, two, there's two things. Number one, there's, there's a little bit of let's separate. Let's separate the pride of feeling rejected from the small victory that was won. And I'll come right back to that. But first, let me tell the blueberry pie. Okay, the blueberry pie story. So you're a mom. Okay, in my case, a dad, I'm not baking blueberry pie, but you make this awesome blueberry pie, the best one. It's not store-bought, it is niched. It's just the specialist, the best blueberry pie that you know it's, it's in the neighborhood, the best blueberry pie, okay? And you send out your, you go with your child with five. Just to go, you figure you knock on five doors and five people be like, yeah, I'll take you blueberry pie. You're selling them for $15. Who wouldn't want a blueberry pie for $15? That's this amazing. You go to the first door, you knock on the door. Yes, I've got this amazing blueberry pie. Here it is. It's It's got all these, you know, I don't even know what the ingredients are. All these amazing ingredients in the blueberry pie. It tastes amazing and yeah, how much is it? Oh, it's fifteen dollars. Is the best? Um, yeah, I'll, I'd love it. I'd love some. Awesome. So you sell the the child sells the first one. Child's on a roll. Piece of cake, right? Goes to the second door, right? Hello. Yeah, I got this awesome blueberry blueberry pie. I've got only got four left, and it's the best money you can buy. How much is it? For fifteen dollars. Oh, well, you know what? Um, I like blueberry pie, but I can get one down at the grocery store for five bucks. So uh, no, thank you. Door closes. The child's like said no it's the best thing in the world how could they say no to this why would they want to go spend five dollars on a store-bought one when i've got the best in the biz for 15. i don't understand I kind of feel a little bit hurt me and my mom we spent a lot of time on that pie i feel a little hurt well let's keep going i'm a fighter i'm persistent third door yes i got this blueberry pie not interested after the spiel not interested i'm sure it's a great pie i'm not interested no thank you and now the child is done the child, mom, we got to go home. Child goes home, upset, took it off. They rejected me. They didn't want my pie. What's wrong with me? What's wrong with my pies? <laughs> right? So the mom, feeling sad for her daughter, son, goes down to that third house after the child's in bed. Yeah, hey, uh, Sally. Um, I'm just curious. You know, why didn't you want the blueberry pie? And she goes, oh, well, gee. I'm sorry, maybe I, was in, I wasn't in the best mood when you came over, but I love pie. I love pumpkin, I love pecan, I love apple, but I can't stand blueberry pie. It could have been the best blueberry pie in the world, and I have no doubt that it was. I just don't like blueberries, right? So, so the mom's like, hmm, goes back and tells her daughter, teachable lesson here, daughter. You know what? Some people are going to 
like what you sell and they're going to pay what it's worth because they know it's the best. Some people are going to want what you sell, like what you sell, but they're going to undervalue it because they they, they can go buy the generic or the generic uh, the, uh, the grocery store version and even though the quality is nowhere near as good they're okay to settle with that we're not trying you know you know we're not trying to to sell our blueberry pie to them and some people they just don't like blueberry pie so what do you do we can either offer them the pie that they do like or we can do this daughter that's one more house that's two more house three more house you just keep knocking keep knocking keep knocking business is a numbers game you do enough numbers you'll sell them pies and the ones that buy them are gonna be the right ones now back to my first point I didn't want to forget about this we had to separate here then this clients called I was talking to right she felt almost personally attacked like she didn't want to hire me what's wrong with me I said, no, 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 it's not you. She didn't say no to you. She didn't reject you as a person. Your identity is not wrapped up in your cleaning business. Your identity should be wrapped up in something different. That's not a cleaning business. The cleaning business is something that you offered them, okay? That cleaning business you offered is that $15 blueberry pie. You know what? And she didn't actually say no to you. She said, I choose someone else first, but she wanted you as a backup. That's not a big win, it's a little win. And if we're playing the game to win, we need a lot of littles, a few bigs, or a combination of them. Eventually, you get to the goal. So separate the pride you might feel or the feeling of rejection. You are owners of a business. In the initialized phase of what I teach in the ACER model, there's a lot of thought process and the philosophy of what does it mean to be an entrepreneur, to be a business owner, and how do you stick it out when times are tough? How do you avoid getting complacent when things are going awesome? Being in business is a ride, and if you don't understand the difference between being in business for yourself and running a cleaning service versus having a job as a cleaner, they're two different things. Once you can get to this area of understanding business owner mindset, raising prices will be a piece of cake. Check yourself. Where's your business owner mentality? If you really think you got business owner mentality, things like raising prices and getting over the 30, 40, $50 an hour mark, it's not as hard as you think if you got the right mindset and you're able to communicate what it is that your mindset has. That's called people skills. Well, that was a really fun episode where we got to talk about food the food terminator funny story funny papers and also we talked about blueberry pie i want to reference all three of the prior interviews we've done here on the solo cleaning school because all three came to a fruition really with this episode the first was episode two my goal is to create peace for my family with andrea mccoy just know that the coaching client the friend that i mention in this episode blueberry pie that is andrea and that question was over two years ago, two years before this interview for episode two ever took place. And that was a pivotal mindset for her, the blueberry pie. And she references it all the time. Also in episode nine, Trust is Everything with Beth Lane, Beth talked about introverts and empaths and how she believes that they take rejection so personally because of their personality. And so this is another great 
reference as well because blueberry pie can start to break through even that pain that introverts and empaths deal with. And the final reference is the most recent interview was last episode, episode 12 with I Try to Do the Best with Marcy Davidson. And there is a question that I did not answer on the interview where she was trying to come to terms with the people that wanted to pay her $15 an hour when she was charging $45 an hour. And so this blueberry pie mindset is going to absolutely change the way that you move forward. There are people that are going to say no to your blueberry pie, just like in this episode. They are the $15 an hour seekers. That is not your ideal client. It's okay. They don't want your high-end blueberry pie. Remember that. So you can move into the upper stratosphere of making great money as a solo cleaner. All right, until the next time around, have a fantastic week. Looking forward to talking to you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to Solo Cleaning School. Are you auditing classes here? Why not subscribe and become a student? If you're a student benefiting from this school, please express your thanks with a rate and review. Now, go and apply what you've learned. Class is dismissed.